Lightning Strikes Thrice is part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network, please check out our Patreon page and consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. Listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a Final Fantasy 13 series game club podcast. This is season three, episode two, covering the tutorial and first day in Lightning Returns. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is Matt Marcus Fletcher. Uh oh, sorry, I'm on. <laughs> I, I was looking at the notes. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'm the last episode. Hi, I'm on. I'm looking at the notes. On the last episode of Pagmar Sucks, everyone introduced themselves with It's Me. <laughs> it's a me, Lightning. Deal with it. Oh boy. Speaking of dealing with it, tell me about this intro cutscene. I'm going to just quote some of the direct lines Lightning has in this cutscene while I describe it to you. When I awoke from my dreamless sleep, I was just in time to witness the end of the world. We zoom in on a city on pulse, lightning, red in the skies, like it's a crisis. A voice says, it's beginning. The feast at the end of time is here. The people know the world is ending. Lightning sits on a tower, lowers some pretty sick shades, and says, yep, 13 days to go. Lightning returns, flashes in front of you. And then we cut to Snow's Disco Cocaine Palace. (laughs) This is amazing. It's incredible. This is so good. So, there's something I want to note about this cutscene, which, uh, so if people remember back to Final Fantasy XIII 2, that game did a thing where when you load up the game, the, like, attract mode video that it shows you is the opening cutscene, all, uh-huh. like, five minutes of it, without right. any dialogue and just some yep. music. Mm-hmm. So, when I loaded up thirteen three, uh Lightning Returns... I thought to myself, okay, they, there's no way they would do that again. That, no, they totally that was so dumb. They wouldn't do that again. Uh, they did it again, and I fell for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so was it better or worse without the dialogue? Uh, you know, Our lightning returns I kind of... Co- intro correspondent reporting in. <laughs> I kind of liked watching it the first time without talking. I mean, like, is that snow? Did snow get dumber? Yeah, it is. Yeah. newer, dumber snow? And then being vindicated when I realized it was, in fact, newer, dumber uh-huh. snow. Okay, but what if he was dressed the way he is now, but with the same hair as the last game? Cocaine snow rules, and I will hear nothing different. <laughs> Dude, it's it's amazing. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is probably my favorite part of the game so far. <laughs> uh, right, so you see Snow. He's in a nightclub. Uh, there are cat ladies serving drinks and shit. And... People are having a good time, except for him. He's clearly not having a good time. And we see some black smoke burst into the room, and a voice says, It's the chaos. Do you want to turn back now? And if you have the subtitles on, this is when you find out that it's chaos with a capital C. Chaos with a capital C. This is the chaos that burst into the world at the end of the last game. Oh, weird. My version, it's chaos with a capital K. 
That's, that's, that's next season. My version is Chaos with a capital D, and then we're playing Tales of Fantasia. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Actually, they're called Chows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to bring in Sonic in this? Talk about the fucking apocalypse <laughs> when the Chows burst through the seam in reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to go fast. Time is running out. <laughs> uh... Lightning Adventure 3. Oh, Lord. Uh, so, Lightning says it's too late to go back now with the chaos and stuff. And uh, she walks away from some dead guards whose souls are leaving their bodies. Another guard Ooh. walks up to her and she just soul jacks him and absorbs all of the souls into her chest where her brand was. Or I think it's the same Lassie brand. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh, Snow the general sees general anime effect area. Yes. Also known as the breastbone. <laughs> it's pretty good case. <laughs> it is a little weird how, like, later on we'll get into like what it means to save souls in this game. Right. Evidently, it's not uh, straight up killing people and stealing their souls. So I don't know why she does this here. I mean, oh. it's trying to sell it in this scene because what's going to happen is that Snow and Lightning are going to fight because you're going to assume that lightning's gonna have to kill snow and snow's like nope i'm not gonna let you kill me to save my soul and she's like well i'm not gonna correct you because otherwise there's no drama <laughs> if she just sat down like hey all i gotta do is make you feel better about yourself <laughs> and it, it would be a totally different thing lightning as psychotherapist would be pretty good though oh that would be very funny I mean, that's what this game is right pretty much yeah well with a Kinda. with a sword and assless chaps yeah so Snow sees this, calls her the savior, and then we see this effect, uh, like a checkerboard wall effect, and a giant hand comes through and grabs one of the um, one of the cat ladies serving drinks, and an Anubis jumps out, an Anubis-looking enemy, like, you know, Egyptian, and kills some people with his giant axe. What if it was an Anubis from Zone of the Enders? Then it would be cooler? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You know, I actually think Jehudi would fit perfectly in this world. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, the aesthetics don't seem that far removed. You know, it's funny because yeah. this is this game has probably the first, what, new sets of enemy models since the first game, right? And more also the only yes. art direction. Uh, yeah, more or less. By Tetsuya Nomura. <laughs> you know, oh! <laughs> I... I hate everything about him, but every time he's not on a game, it's so visually bland. I might hate his style, but at least he has one and brings it to a game. At least he makes you feel something. Here's the thing. Nomura has been an artist at the company since FF6. He designed some of your favorite classic characters. Mm-hmm. The World Ends With You is really good. Yeah. I mean, the enemies here are fine. It's just, oh man, the lightning outfits. Anyway... I, I kind of like the second outfit we see here, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Uh, Snow jumps off of his throne, which, by the way, he's sitting on a throne, if we didn't mention that uh -huh. part. And he lands, like, a flaming, like, dive punch on one of the Anubises and, like, turns it to, to dust. Yeah, this is just, what if that boss scene in Prototype was also anime? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. It's very much, he's Terry Bogarting all over the place, minus a cap. Yeah. This is Mark of the Wolves, Terry. Yeah, no, it's weird, though, because, you know, we know Snow is a, is an ice boy, but he starts off with fire, which is interesting. Oh, he had time to learn. 
Yeah, sure. So, lightning and snow uh, kill all these monsters. You're watching this scene without any dialogue, and you're thinking, oh, it seemed like they were like antagonistic, but I guess they're on the same side. Nope. Uh, but then they turn around and sneer at each other, and you're like, oh, okay, they are antagonistic. And lightning says to snow, when you see it the second time, you know why I'm here and what I want. And snow's like, uh, you want to save me? All dismissive and condescending. Yeah. Because Snow knows uh, that the uh, the legends have told of Lightning's coming. She's the savior, the banisher of darkness, the bringer of light. She's come to take his soul and uh, lead it to the new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he like summons a giant ice axe thing, and then it turns into like this fight turns into like a crazy anime, like jumping around, teleporting, you know, matrixy kind of fight. Lightning leaves rose petals flying around. <laughs> she she does a pole she dance. Because... She does a pole dance move. <laughs> yes, yeah, she does. She she's... yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say lightning's bayonetta, but she's moving in that direction a yeah. little bit. <laughs> we also need to point out, like, we're not exaggerating any of no. this. No, 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 this whole club is a seedy cocaine disco dive bar with poles, women in cages, etc. Like the worst. It's referred to as a reverie, so that makes. Them. Yeah, they call it a reverie, but it's it's a Coney Island fuck palace. It's basically Studio 54 at the end of time. And Lightning definitely <laughs> does do yeah. a pole dance. Yeah, so basically the savior has really great core strength, is what I'm taking away from all this. I would kill for Lightning's ass. <laughs> she saves the games. <laughs> kill for Lightning's ass. Uh, mm. So, yes, uh, Lightning and Snow... They fight, eventually, Lightning wins, uh, she's got his sword to his throat, and then it kind of goes David Lynch for a second, and it all turns black and white, and Snow turns into Sarah in this, like, gothic Lolito darkness nymph outfit. Every, it's everyone's favorite character. <laughs> Sarah, the weird darkness nymph. Yeah. Except it's not Sarah. Lumina. You, you can tell she's the evil version because her ponytail is on the opposite side of her head. <laughs> Uh, you put yep. the two together and you have, you know, two ponytails and a, you know, complete soul. They're called pigtails, Matt! <laughs> what do they call them? I totally spaced. Uh, no, they're called twin tails if you have two of them. Ha, ha, ha. Lightning doesn't Prower. seem to recognize or acknowledge that this may not be Sarah, but looks exactly like Sarah at the very least, which is odd. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... There, there's talk about this later. I don't know if she's, like, just brushing that off or if we're supposed to take away that she actually doesn't recognize it. Either way, uh, evil Sarah says, nah, uh, uh, that's not going to work in this, you know, sing-songy child voice she has. And then Lightning's sword just kind of splits in half, and then Sarah's chilling out on a chandelier. Yeah. yeah. And Snow is Snow again. Lumina is super extra. Like, super, super extra. So there's actually a plot reason for that. Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> okay. I had a feeling there might be. And quiet yeah. breathe through her skin. And it's skin. kind of obvious if you think it through for a second. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they set up stuff later, and like the, when we kind of have our first big expedition dump after this sequence, and some of the stuff there kind of let me know, okay, so maybe maybe she genuinely does not recognize that this is Sarah, but I'm sure that's somewhere down the line. Well, we'll get... Well, yeah, it'll happen in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Lumina uh, blinks up onto a chandelier, right? Right. And then uh, yep. Snow, Snow actually just name drops her. Uh, in case you're not using subtitles. And uh, Lumina says, you're not supposed to throw your life away, and just brings down the chandelier with the uh, same style of red lightning that was everywhere. 
outside, and uh, Snow catches it with some ice, and now it looks exactly like Cocoon does yep. on the uh, 13 logo. It totally does. It's actually really good, and then Snow calls her a demon. Snow says he can't be stopped, and if he has to fight the savior, he will, and then he walks into the chaos, and then Lightning uh, takes a break from wanting his soul and just reminisces about, boy, how we have changed over, like, I don't know, a thousand years? Uh, about a 500. 500. 500. Yeah, but also, the, the no, that's 500 years after the end of 13-2, which took place at least 450 years after 13. That's true. We'll, we'll get into, like, how this, like, the setup that they give for how this uh, uh, is a continuation of the previous games in any way. Uh, but none of it makes any sense. No. It is insane. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the way it links up is, I don't know, fuck it. <laughs> More or less. That's, That's actually explicitly what happens because 13-2 broke time. Oh, yep. yeah, totally. So, Lightning is now the savior, sent to save souls in a world being consumed by the chaos. Oh, I forgot to capitalize that one. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Rip podcast. I can't I can't let that go. <laughs> I can, we'll never let go how dub the capital C chaos is. It's good that you're calling it out because otherwise everybody would be tweeting at you about how you didn't capitalize chaos. Yeah, don't at me. Everyone would know. Everyone would know. Or that, like, everybody would be very confused why <laughs> chaos from Xenosaga is showing up in this game. Isn't that with a K? Oh, man. I wish. <laughs> and no, he's, he's, he's lowercase at he's all He's lowercase chaos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lower chaos. Lower chaos. Maybe I don't want to play this game again. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that means you don't remember Chaos's Dark Secret. I don't remember anything about that game other than the worst character is actually the most important character, which is Junior. No, Junior's only important until 2. I was going to say Momo was very important and also bad. Okay, I don't remember anything about it other than Udoo. Udoo rules? Thank you. All I remember, no, specifically, like the narrator pronunciation of Udoo. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, if you think we're fighting about quality of JRPGs now, wait until we get to Xenosaga, because I will go hard in the paint for that game. I, I like it, even though it's, I remember it being the blandest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. The part where you play it is super bland. It's Xenogears on cocaine with half the budget. Yeah, well, Xenogears was also bad, so... <laughs> All right. She okay. wonders. Anyway, we're gonna fuck off, Fletch. <laughs> she wonders if <laughs> she wonders if a day goes by he doesn't think of Sarah. She says she can't bring him back, but she can free his soul by ending his long torment. Anyway, this is where we're introduced to uh, Hope, who is now Oracle. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, eight again, which sucks. Oh, it's more like fourteen. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Look, he's a preteen again, which sucks when he was hot in the last game. And, like, adult. I mean, and he's also wearing his, like, dumb outfit from the first game. It's, like, seriously one of my yeah, least he... favorite outfits of all the characters in the entire series. And they're like, let's bring that one back. Oh, my God. I just thought, what if Hope had an awful, like, 16-year-old mustache in 13-2? It would be really good at that scene where the boomerang comes back <laughs> and then they cut to his face. And then just, here's this, like... Dirt on his upper lip. It'd be very good. Especially if he had sunglasses <laughs> so on. what you're saying is you want crocodile hope. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, battle tutorial. We talked about mechanics last episode. So this part is pretty quick with a bunch of little fights that show you things like guarding, etc. And you have to chase Snow up the doors towards his office. Mm-hmm. 
If you stop in the middle, there's a free six potions. It's handy. Yep. Which you inconveniently have to get one at a time. Mm. Or you could just not use them. In Final Fantasy, there ain't no such thing as a free potion. Apparently not. Time is money. Yeah, no, like... It, except it's not in this world, because time literally means nothing now. Well, except... Well, no, time means everything. That's the whole yeah. plot. <laughs> we have chronobind, at which point, no, time means nothing. <laughs> Anyhow, there's a massive amount of chaos with a capital C in the palace, and Snow is heading right for it, which means we have to get there to keep him from fighting it and or absorbing it to fight lightning. Snow now goes by, this is no joke, the patron, and runs the entire city, which is why the whole place is full of cocaine, fireworks, discos, and reverie until the end of time, which is coming in 13 days. Of course. Lightning doesn't really buy this and finds it kind of weird, but Hope says it wasn't his choice. He wanted to help everybody and just wound up as the cocaine king of Miami. By popular acclaim. <laughs> Like, we cannot stress enough, this is Scarface as hell. I'm definitely putting the intro cutscene into the show notes, because if you're just listening to this and you haven't played the game, you gotta watch this. It's great. It's fucking incredible. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I don't understand anything that's happening in this game at this point. My favorite part about this entire game is that no one takes literally anything seriously other than Lightning, and everyone else reacts to her like it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, running around uh, the palace trying to get to snow, there's chaos everywhere, and that's like, you see little, like, black blips, and there's, like, a filter up. You run into Lumina, and they chat for a bit. Uh, Lightning accuses her of not being human. Like, Lumina says, like, oh, hey, you can actually see in the chaos. Uh, that's unusual. You're not one of God's regular lackeys. And then uh, summons a dragon for you to fight. And this is your first uh, mini-boss. Well, I think it's your official boss battle, right? Because you can refight this one in the arc. Yeah, what ifs? Yeah. This does count as a boss, yeah. Hope has no idea what's going on. Like, he says his comms are blocked. He doesn't... He, he thinks she's just having a chat in the middle of a fight. Because she's like... He's like, focus on the fight. What are you doing? And uh, this is the tutorial battle for the stagger system. Which is a little bit different than it was in the previous games. And we've we discussed it a bit in the last episode, how that works. Uh-huh. So after that fight, uh, we get to a locked door that Hope can't open. And at this point, there's a lot of chaos energy building up behind it. And they say like, oh, Snow's in there or what's left of him. Maybe we're going to have to come back to get him. Lightning muses about whether or not the centuries of living without Hope, the, you know, the idea of hope not the character hope uh, uh no it was living without hope the character that did it to him they just he left and they just couldn't manage yes they had a real real close bind they were really good friends whether or not living without hope about getting sarah back has broken his spirit and then some guards start creeping up behind them and they're like oh we got to get out of there and we'll come back later it's really weird that snow loves sarah so much given that they literally never hung out ever <laughs> It all happens off camera. Yeah, we have to impl- we have to assume they had a good relationship. Well, I mean, in the parts where we see them together, especially in the last game, they don't have a good relationship. <laughs> like when they run into each other, they had in such a good relationship they became time cops. Yeah, I guess we could assume that that happens. That has to be canon, right? All the paradox endings are canon because chaos broke time. It's Chrono Trigger all over again. Hooray! Hooray!
after Hope uh, teleports Lightning back to the Ark, the game kind of cuts away and gives you your uh, uh, kind of recap catch-up cutscene if you somehow don't understand how any of this connects to the previous games in the series. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't help? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because what Lightning explains is that uh, she basically says, so Final Fantasy Thirteen happened, and then she became whatever she, like... Whatever like weird time god she was in Final Fantasy thirteen two doesn't really explain how that happened. Where but it, it happened. The Valkyrie. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she became the Valkyrie, and then she called out to Sarah to help with things for reasons. And then Sarah died, and then Lightning got really sad, and then she fell asleep for a thousand years, and then God woke her up and said, "Hey, the world's gonna end. I need you to go be everybody's like therapist buddy, so you can save their souls, and I can." take their souls and put them in the new world I'm going to build after everybody dies. And yeah, yeah, that, that really is like, that's the explanation you get. I feel like I heard that this is literally true, but it really feels like they had an idea for an RPG. And then square was like, make this final fantasy 13 though. And then when they were like, okay. Yeah. They, they took Valkyrie profile and they said, what if it had lightning in it? And then we had this game. You ever think about how, like, crammed the lower third of Lightning's business card is, right? It says, Lieutenant, (laughs) Corporal, Refugee, Terrorist, Valkyrie, The Savior. (laughs) I mean, you gotta get it reprinted every time you get promoted, you know? You gotta update your contacts, you gotta put in your new email. Yeah, the resume is different from the business card, man. You you absolutely (laughs) make sure the business card has the good title on it. Fucking Lightning at (laughs) Boonavelle.ze. <laughs> uh, it's a very exclusive domain. So, so as part of sort of a, a the deal, uh, the god Bunavelza uh, tells Lightning that if she does as he bids and saves all the souls, then he will bring Sarah back. So that's the collateral mm-hmm. he's putting up for Lightning's help on this whole savior thing. After the exposition dump, you are put back in the arc. It's just kind of a big white techno room. Uh, don't don't forget is this is the inside of the fake moon. <laughs> yep. Yes, this is. We, we learn later that this is like the, the, the interior yeah. of of a cocoon that Buna Velza has repurposed as a soul vessel. This is explicitly the new cocoon that Hope built in the last game. Yeah, this is the artificial cocoon. This is the artificial cocoon, yeah. Oh, this is the fake, fake mood. I, I'm sorry. Two layers of fake. Like, Hope explicitly says that the people, like, back on Pulse call it a moon. They don't even know it's not even a real moon. Even though, like, when we saw it in the last game, it totally does not look like a real moon. How do, how do they not know that, given that <laughs> time has stopped? Meaning that it's not, like, generational knowledge loss. It's just everyone on the planet forgot that. Oh, you remember that time we all got in a fake moon? Well, no, they didn't. They were they were launching it, and then everything broke loose, so nobody knows the thing exists. They're just like, oh, well, the sky opened up in black clouds, and also there's new orbital right. bodies. But it doesn't look like a piece of rock. It looks it was all patchwork and shit, right? Like, Why did they launch it? it without the people in it? That's even dumber. <laughs> <laughs> well, you launch it without the people in it because you know you have a system of transport between the two, and that way, if it blows up, you don't kill the entire population of the world. Didn't you see Succession Man? You no. don't want everyone in the rocket when it blows up on the launch pad. Mm. Spoilers. 
only people who watched that will understand. Oh, yeah, we're talking not, about though. a movie. I thought you were calling that spoilers for the Challenger. <laughs> 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 Dude, it's been thirty years. It's been thirty years. Yo, no spoilers. Hey, I'm, watch- hey, I'm watching I the last. Lot- to that point in my history rewatch yet? Yeah, I'm watching the footage right now. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think spoilers for the Challenger is officially the best thing that's going to come out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, oh, the Challenger Lord. explodes, and uh, we uh, are back at the Ark uh, inside what used to be Cocoon. Or fake cocoon. Pope is here. He he's hailing to us. He wants us to come talk to him. But instead, you're going to go uh, pick up a bunch of uh, floating treasure chests that are float uh, are, are just kind of hanging around the edges of this room, and uh, collect all of your DLC outfits and uh, yes. go into the menu and put together your uh, first kind of loadout, your schemata. God, the Tomb Raider thing is weird. Like, I know they own them now, but that doesn't make it not weird. That that outfit is weird, too. Like, the the fact that she's just covered in dirt is like, yes, that is that game. It's so at odds with everything else about how you portray lightning in this game. Does it come with, does it come with gratuitous spikes through your chest? <laughs> um, you actually end up putting a pickaxe through people's heads if you're using the Tomb Raider thing. You know, you know Lara Croft's famed accessory, the Riot Shield. <laughs> yep. That says Tomb Raider on it. <laughs> Does it? Yes. <laughs> you have to remember that is not even the stupidest DLC costume in yep. the series because, again, Assassin's Creed Knoll. We go to talk to Hope in the Ark. Uh, Lightning reminisces about Hope's character arc through 13 and 13 2. Hope has somehow become a boy again and is solely in charge of the Ark and tells Lightning of God's plan. Budavelza cannot stop the chaos. <laughs> Fuck you, I was, trying, I was trying not to laugh when I read the phrase God's plan. I mean, like, here's the thing, like, this, the, the, the language and the imagery around all this is super Christian, and it's very weird. When you, like, whenever, whenever you engage in the photo mode, it just adds hashtag blessed in the corner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my, god! yeah, because like, I mean. Well, it's like the the savior, you know, all this like you're a servant of God. The Lord works in mysterious ways. You know, this they is the end of days. Say that. They literally say that. It's very funny, but it's also super weird. It is a pretty like the thing that stood out to me about all this is how all of it is just the most hilarious hand wave. Like they do, they they literally say like hope is a boy again for some reason. He, he turned back into a child. He wasn't an adult, and then he disappeared, and then one day he came back and he was a child again. Hashtag God's plan. Yeah, and that's literally like, <laughs> Hope's like, that's weird. I don't know why any of that happened. I guess God works in mysterious ways. I mean, like, please tell me there's a reason why they made him a child again. Did they ever explain that, or is that just a thing they yes. decided to do? Okay. Was it oh, that he figured out? makes God sound super evil, by the way. Like, uh-huh. N- nothing about God's plan. In case you weren't convinced by the Bible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, good news. God is super evil in this game. I kind well, of, of course. Like, of let's course. not even dance around it. We're, I'm about to go into the part where they really blunt about it. But Right, yeah, no, like, you could definitely tell, like, the setup is that lightning is going to get, like, betrayed and probably going to go, you know, 
oh, hey, I guess I'm going to kill everybody now and become God. Yay, because JRPG. Why even play the game now? JRPG. That's basically the end. Yeah, I know. It got spoiled. Yeah, we we pretty (laughs) much did just spoil the finale for you. But if you didn't see it coming, you weren't paying attention. Right. I mean, like, literally, yeah, seriously. Like, what else do you think was going to happen? And now that we explained all that. Oh, we got distracted. (laughs) We got, sorry, we got derailed by the phrase God's plan. Okay. (laughs) Budavelza cannot stop the chaos, so he won't even try. He will instead build a new world, but it needs people to live in it. Uh, oh my god! I just I just had a thought. Like talking about all this stuff about God's plan, and you were talking about a world where nobody can have children, no unwanted pregnancies, not even a problem. Ugh. Weird. Wow, that's a phrase I didn't want to hear. <laughs> uh, that's why hope's a boy. Like he's not he's it's not allowed to use contraception, so not being able to is the next best thing. I didn't know this game was suddenly the Irish Catholic Church. It kind of is, though. We have 12 days to solve the troubles. Good luck. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where's well, the Blarney Stone go. in Luxerion? <laughs> okay. Lightning's, Lightning's job is to rescue as many people's soul from the world and lead them to the new one. She could save hundreds and if not, if not thousands. And in return, Bunavelza will give her back her sister. All right, here, let's just highlight this in big red letters. Lightning's emotions have been dampened, and Hope says, yeah, same for me. Lightning goes, probably Bonavelle's fault. And Hope just goes, well, I'm sure there's a reason. This (laughs) is bad. This is bad, and a lot of people miss that she's not supposed to be a complete edgelord who gives no shits. There's actually someone working on her for that. Yep. Also, this is what Hope actually literally says the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that God yep. made me an emotionless robot? I don't know. <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious ways. It's almost as if that's what you have to be in order to be a believer in God. Also, go back to Final <laughs> Fantasy 13 when we were talking about how it's weird that Lightning has no emotions and is just like stoic and doesn't have a character. Hey, I'm just saying. I like that everyone yeah. around her in the world in this game thinks that's weird. Yeah. There are still people who miss that playing this, which is the only reason I'm harping on this so much. Mm-hmm. Lightning's a terrible character. She's just so, uh, I hate everything. No, they call it out day one. But Lightning is a terrible character. We have two <laughs> other games to prove it. Just because they narratively justified it this time doesn't make her a good character. Yeah, like it, it would... She doesn't feel that different from Lightning in any of the other games is the thing that's weird about it. Counterpoint, Lightning Returns Lightning is canonically the one who worked for Louis Vuitton. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I forgot about no, that. No, really? That really yeah. happened. Yeah, go go Google Lightning Louis Vuitton. It's a oh, real no, I ad saw, campaign they ran. I saw the billboards. Like, I saw billboards in Friendship Heights. Yeah, they, they had them in it's my town, real. Too. Friendship I should have taken a picture of it. Do you live in fucking Equestria, mate? No, that's DC. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a part of DC. Okay. Okay. <sighs> the neighborhood. Anyway, uh blah blah blah. We got twelve days until the power runs out and the world ends, and Bonavelze will scrap everything to get a new world. 
If we're on the Ark, time has stopped on Earth, so feel free to AFK if you need, you know, smoke a bowl, whatever. Yeah! Yep. The world is, however, falling the hell apart, so it might end sooner, it won't. Uh, using your power, you can delay destruction to buy more time to save souls, aka use Chronobind. If mm-hmm. lightning cannot delay the destruction for 13 days, i.e. if you game over, God will consider it a failure, and you don't get your sister. So what you need to do is go solve people's problems and steal their souls by making them happy. Right. At this point, you get control back, and you can talk to Hope about a whole bunch of stuff. Like, always, like, pro tip, always talk to Hope about stuff, if he has something to say. Because it's all wild. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's fucking, it's out it's of... It's so good. So I had, some, I had some notes in here that said, because if you're, when you're picking up the treasures and shit, Hope every, like, five seconds is like, Hey, Lightning, over here. Hey, Lightning, I got something to say to you. And I'm just uh, like, well, fuck you, Hope. I got loot to get. We'll, we'll get to that in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So you ask him about the savior. Like, what is the savior? What's the deal? And he says that the destruction of the planet started 500 years ago when the chaos flooded into the world at the end of the last game. All but one small region of Pulse was lost to the sea. And the only sea of chaos, excuse me. And the survivors call this one little island Nova Chrysalia, which we we know where that came from. And then suddenly, because of the chaos coming in, remember, time was stopping. It was like the invasion of Valhalla into the real world. The survivors, they all stopped uh, growing up. Humans can't age. They're also immortal. And they can't have children, but they can still die to violence uh, and disease and and yeah, I think that's about it. You could just you can be murdered, and so you end up with this uh, population of people that's slowly and slowly shrinking over time. But also because they're immortal, they've been around for hundreds of years, and some of them it, hundreds of years as children, which is like fucking a real raw deal. They all have been consumed with a sense of ennui because of their immortality, which, uh, and this is the point where I drop in the Queen song right here. Flash! Ah! That one, yeah. Anyway, and then during this time, new myths and religions emerged, and out of one of those myths came the savior. And I, I believe that's, uh, is this the part where we see the shot of, uh, Vanille or is that later? I don't know. Oh, no, I think he's just later. talking about it now. Oh, okay. you mean the Pope? <laughs> yeah. You see the Pope. <laughs> Who is also Vanille under right. highlight, highlight. Vanille is the Pope. Yeah. No, it's funny because they say, Oh, all these other like religions and other cultures have sort of emerged during this time. But, the weird thing is one of them is, abs- is more or less absolutely correct. <laughs> and all the other ones are heresies. It's very, I don't know. It's a very weird thing. I mean, that's how it works now. That's what Buddhism is. <laughs> I, I do like that only like the complete impending eradication of the human race could cause enough sorrow to give birth to Catholicism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, you keep talking to Hope. He uh, he tells you stuff that we kind of got ahead of ourselves and already talk- covered a little bit. He-, he tells you that the Ark is the remains of Cocoon that God turned into his uh, soul repository. Hope tells you 
about how he doesn't have emotions and he doesn't know how he got here. And gee, it sure is weird that I'm a kid again. I don't know. This is, I feel like I got, feels like a bum rap. Uh, no, just, that's, that's the wrong term. It just feels like a raw deal for him. Raw deal. Um, no. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and he said he the hope that he was disappeared 169 years ago, which, nice. first of all, nice. <laughs> <laughs> when you 69 so hard, you disappear from existence. That's a good 69 right there. You disappear for 169 years and turn into an eight-year-old for yeah, some reason. You, like, Ouroboros <laughs> into each other and form into a new eight-year-old in the moon. Oh, good lord. No, that's a different JRPG that I won't spoil. <laughs> Are we talking of about Xeno Saga again? No. Digital Devil Saga. I was going to say, please, uh, please don't oh, be yeah. Neptunia girls. <laughs> no, no, none of the Neptunia girls have 69. I, that seems weird. That would be Half the of one, them are sisters. That would, so what? That would be the, literally the one time I would expect that. What? Fl- Fletch? Fletch? Are they component cable or HDMI? Uh, it depends because in certain games there are only outdated tech. Okay, so S video. That's it. Yeah, there's there's definitely S video in all of them. By I'm the so- latest one, there's definitely some HDMI going on. I'm sorry, sister. We can't. My S video is incompatible with your HDMI female. <laughs> That's okay. At least three of them are technicians. They could fix that. Anime was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait until season five of Lightning Strikes Twice when we end up covering Neptunia Victory. It's fine. They all have their cable zip tied. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Chris, you're next. Oh, I'm the one doing this to us (laughs) again. Yes. Yes. All right, so we have to go look at the bookshelf, learn about escaping fights, so we can go back to Nova Chrysalia. But not to Snow's palace. Hope reminds us that time is stopped while on the arc, so the palace will still be on high alert, which seems like plot bullshit, because you could just souljack all the guards. Hope sends us instead to Luxurian. Luxurian? There we go. The capital. Luxurian. I don't give a shit. The capital of what's left of the world. Remember when Final Fantasy fifteen was supposed to be Nova Chrysalia, yada yada? That's okay. Yeah, that Etro's in it. Okay. I'm glad that the worst god made it into that game. Oh, <laughs> it's not no. even a if god. If you want to see the worst one, play Type Zero because it's still baked in all of this crap. We're talking about the worst god, not the worst game. <laughs> I'm just saying it has the worst gods in it. That game's about like combat high schoolers, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. How the fuck does it has anything to do with anything with the rest of these games? It doesn't really. Because they contain a high school and there's combat. Type Zero is easily the worst Final Fantasy game. Like, I will just throw that on record. Like, worse than Original 2? Yes. Like, Japanese Original 2 at least has some interesting redeeming qualities. Yeah, Original 2 is a proto-saga and you can at least point out, you know, with the different ports it does some interesting things. Type Zero is a game that makes you play it twice, has an FU final dungeon, and also your winning reward for getting the true ending is panty shots. That seems legit. It is garbage. I mean, you could have just played this game where you're just getting panty shots all the time, right? I'm just saying, this game makes the panty shots an accessory, not the main course. 
you literally have to beat the game twice with major completion to get your high school nosebleed fantasy sim. <sighs> I like the second now that lightning starts with because from behind she kind of looks like a JoJo. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of JoJo influence on this game. Yeah, oh, really? Is. Especially yeah. the color schemes, like the red lightning in the sky, some of the poses. Yeah. Okay. Matt, yeah, there's a lot of posing. You're going to love JoJo's, Matt. <laughs> oh, man. When are we going to actually watch that? Do I have to, like, wait till next year? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Actually. Right. This is the problem when you turn your life into content. <laughs> oh, we're not even getting paid for this, really. Nope. <laughs> but it's fun. Uh, it is It is fun. Fair Except fair. for when we played Final Fantasy Thirteen. What a mistake. You know, it's funny. It's funny. This is an aside, but uh, I... Alex was playing 13 for the first time, and he, uh, I jumped on stream with him. He seems to be, like, liking it okay, which is... Did you tell him when to stop? Uh, he's already... He just got the pulse. <sighs> so, I have not told him to stop, because that would be spoilers. It's already too late for him. <laughs> it's already too late. <laughs> it's already it's too, too late. too late, Mother. I've seen everything. Gross. <laughs> Someone laughed at that. Okay. Algerian, a bustling metropolis, the divine city of light and the holy sea of salvation. The town is devoutly religious and worships Buna Velza. The city is controlled by the holy sea of a religious group called the Order of Salvation. Uh, we see Vanille as the Pope and a scene showing us an oracle drive. Which, which if you forgot, are the spheres that spit out uh, plot cut scenes from the last game. Yep. Yep. And uh, this city looks very much like Paris. It's like very like middle European, like middle of West. Funny like, you should say that. Yeah. They went to Paris. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Japan loves Paris. It is. That is like a Frenchy name. That Luxuria. is also how the Louis Vuitton connection got in. That also mm. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fear they just like. Ping Doraki's fashion connections. Going back to our JoJo hook. Anyhow, we've showed up just in time to see a corpse because, you know, lightning can't go anywhere without Jessica Fletchering her way into a case. Murder she caused. She's the Phoenix Wright of Final Fantasy. It also definitely doesn't help that someone has hung an effigy of lightning from a tower because, you know, F you lightning. The evil savior will be killed by the shadow hunter is written on a wall. And this line needs to be read out loud because it is amazing. Luxarion, the holy city of light, turns out the brightest lights cast the darkest shadows. Thanks, Batman. And we have our first quest, Wither Faith, which charges us to find witnesses and report our findings to the Inquisitor who's working on this. And uh, you're basically stuck in this little bit of the city to... Walk around, talk to NPCs, get some information. So first you talk to the Inquisitor at 
who's like right in front of the body, which is in the center of the, the little square. They said three girls have been murdered in three days. The people seem to be fearful. And all of the victims have been young women with rose colored hair, just like lightnings. And he tells you to be careful. How dumb is the average like JRPG fan? How so? I mean, it should be really obvious. Like, here's the here's the thing. Like, when you first show up at Luxurion, you see like two normal people walk off the train, and then Lightning in her full garb and weapons walks off the train, and no one gives a fuck. It's very funny to me. My question was about that. It's presented as some mystery that somebody's out to kill you specifically. Hmm. And you should know in the first five seconds, but the game treats you like a moron for, like, another 20 minutes. Yeah, this this sequence is very weird. Like, so, like, we, we get here and I'm kind of immediately on board because anytime you're going to, like, give me a murder mystery quest, I'm like, okay, yes, let's do this. I, I like a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you start the quest and, oh, no, all of these clues you're getting are not clues and are dumb and are the same thing over and over again. And also yep. every single time... Hope pings you with like complete with like a pinging noise and goes, "Hey, good job! You found information. You should report to the Inquisitor." Yeah, because it's trying to tell you, "Oh, you got new information," but it it's very handholdy. But yeah, you talk to a bunch of people. Most of them say, "Oh, yeah, it's probably these children of Etro dudes. They're running around. They're up. You know, they're not hiding anymore, and uh, they kind of really want to kill the savior." There's a weird, weird string of murders of people who look like the Savior, combined with the increased presence of this uh, cult that wants to kill the Savior. Who could be behind these murders, and what could they be after? Right. Yeah, it's all pretty straightforward. Uh, the, you do get some information, like, you find out where they're... You need to find out, like, who's who dropped the effigy and where they uh, where are these guys hiding out. You do have to talk to a man named Holmes and escort him to his friend, and then he says, "Yo, Holmes, I'll see you later." Yes, yeah, so there's uh, there's like a sub side quest you you hit along here where uh, you have to a man at the train station. Uh, one of the like the conductors is waiting for his re- his replacement. They're running late. He's worried because he thinks it might have been eaten by monsters. So he tells you to go get to them uh, to, to go find them, and then you get this really weird side quest where the actual quest is nothing. You talk to the guy and the guy's like, you have to really slowly walk me over to the train station because I'm scared because I saw something and I'm worried that if I go to my job, they'll know where I am and they'll come get me. Mm-hmm. So you you lead him there to the train station and then he's like, fine with this. Like he, he you led him to the train station. So now he's not worried that people will come and find him at the train station where they know he is. He, he tells you that the uh, the children of Etro, this cult that's running around, dropped the effigy, which is yet another person telling you the cult of Etro did it, which is what literally everybody in this entire city tells you. I, I like this uh, side quest a little bit because the first thing that I have, like his, his buddy says, oh man, I didn't tell you, but like the last guy who had your job <laughs> got killed by a monster. And he's like, Nobody told me that happened. And it's like, why would anybody tell you that happened? <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, before you take this job, uh, I just want you to know that um, the previous person in your position uh, was murdered by a monster for completely unrelated reasons. How many sick days do I get again? <laughs> <laughs> Need more. Uh, it's a uh, three days uh, PTO. 
<laughs> and no paternal leave. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to have, you don't have children. <laughs> there is a paternal leave, which you don't want to know how you get that. Oh, oh no. Uh, oh no. Oh. God. <sighs> I do like that you have to, one of the people you talk to is the pious cleric, which is like this sick indirect slam on every other cleric. <laughs> There's yeah, pious you're... cleric and then all of the other clerics named in the mud, in it for the money cleric. <laughs> in it for the money and the babes. Gendo cleric. Well, yeah. That's not true. Later on, you do talk to in it for the children cleric. The only thing worth noting, oh wait, we already know that because it's implied by the Etro, because yeah, they worship Etro, who is the god of death, and we have to uh, go find them by, uh, because we have been rep- it has been reported they use the public phone near the graveyard. Yeah, and they also mentioned that they have an oracle drive. I don't know if we, oh, and also we, we totally skipped over the part where when the effigy drops, you can see the, a shadowy figure watching over the area, and it's clearly Noel. Yeah. Like you don't you don't get a huge shot of it, but like you can tell like nobody wears arm bandages like that. <laughs> no one else would wear those pants. <laughs> exactly. Says you, mine wore the Assassin's Creed armor. Another person who loved Sarah. Anyway, by this point we talk to the Inquisitor because we've got enough info, and they'll lift the blockade so you can actually do stuff. You can now roam about the city, shop for new garb, weapons, etc. And you have access to Chronostasis, the best skill in the game. Yep. This will stop the countdown clock, but not the world, effectively giving you free time. If you can ring up one or two battles while you are in Chronostasis, congrats, it has paid for itself completely. Yeah, assuming it's a battle that actually gives you a good amount of EP, and not like 0.2% or 0.2%. you are really hung up on this, man. I mean, you just need two, so... It bothers me. Why? Ugh. Okay, how about this? Because it's annoying. What if it required 50 EP and they gave you two? Would you feel better about it? No. You might be a baby. (laughs) Basically, EP is just the awful MP system from Kingdom Hearts 1. Okay. Didn't that have actual MP? No, it had partial MP because spells would cost a quarter of a bar at times, and you had a secret bar underneath the bar. It's really bad. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. It's like magic costs like discrete units. It's like rather than being like, oh, it's eight hundred MP and I've got sixteen thousand MP. It's like, oh, this costs one MP to cast and I have five MP. And then there's a weird generation like magic generation system where the more MP you have stocked, the more like MP you need to generate to fill up a new bar. But you have a secret extra bar that doesn't really count because it's only telling you your MP is like one of five. The Kingdom Hearts 1 MP system was really bad. Okay. I, I feel like you could have just said the Kingdom Hearts 1 was really bad. I <laughs> I have to go through that for another show, so. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. It's all right. We're recording was, when we're done was, here, boy. That was before we figured out that, like, moving the camera only with the shoulder buttons was not good. Games mm-hmm. have come a long way. Yes, they have. Yeah. Speaking of coming but, a long uh, way, Chocolina is here. Hooray! Nice seg. Don't you diss on my girl. I, pr- I promise that wasn't a joke <laughs> about how far I ejaculated. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Chocolina is there in the square. She's standing next to a bulletin board, which is called the Canvas of Prayers. It's a magical bulletin <laughs> board. It's the dumbest thing in the world! 
So I guess it's just here's the thing like there's a board physically there and she says only you can read people's prayers because people's prayers just show up there which is mostly get me 10 of these things and it's just like what is what does everybody else just see a blank a you know a blank piece of cardboard with a with a fucking bird lady standing next to it she she does say that actually everybody else sees like mystic runes that they don't know how to read uh, anyway, oh! uh, yeah it's real dumb <laughs> in Chocolina's introduction dialogue, there's a good burn where Lightning's just like, where she's like, oh, I, I know you were dying to come and talk to me, and Lightning's just like, no, no, I wasn't. No. She gives it right back, though, I remember. I remember that, like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Lightning likes Chocolina as much as I do. <laughs> but anyway, this is where you get your uh, side quests. The most of the, like, smaller side quests, most of the collect-a-thon side quests. There are other ways to pick them up, I believe. I think you can pick them up directly from NPCs, right? The ones you pick up, up from NPCs are worth more every time because you have to go actively do something for them instead of just passively accruing yeah. materials through the whole game. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, every time you see one of these boards every like other like half day or so, maybe just once a day in every area, you want to stop there, just click, yes, I want to do all these things, and then hope that you have the stuff already to to give out to them. That's about it. And at midnight, the children of Vetro will begin to gather at the plaza and you have to follow them, but stay out of line of sight. So it's a, it's a tailing stealth air mission and it sucks. Oh, it's really bad. It's I, for some reason, like they would see me, I would be walking like, I don't know, the equivalent of like 50 feet behind them and then one would turn around and just see me immediately, and then it just becomes a weird time tax that doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's not like they're even looking. It's just if there is line of sight between you and them, even if they're not looking, you've been spotted. I wasted a lot of time trying to figure out how to even initiate this bit. There's like It's weird because if you leave the plaza and go into like the, the further areas that have opened up now, uh, you will find Children of Vetro kind of gathered together. And I found, like, two of them that were just standing in front of a locked door, and Hope started giving his, like, okay, you gotta watch them, don't let them see you, blah, blah, blah speech, and I was like, oh, are these people I'm supposed to follow? Okay. So I just sort of, like, watched, like, stood there and watched them walk back and forth for a while, and tried to figure out how I was supposed to get them to move. Uh, And eventually, I just kind of stumbled into actually doing it. It was... I didn't understand this quest at all. I, I don't know why they had to I def- had to make this. I forgot they were all way. weird and I definitely tried to like, was just loitering near the people near the statue in the corner for a while and then, what you know when the actual children of Metro show up because they are really weird looking. Yeah, they're all wearing Assassin's Creed hoods essentially. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Um, so you follow them over to the graveyard area. You see a bunch of them. One of them goes into the phone booth. You see a little cutscene where he answers the phone. He gives a code. He says that he, you know, he's a follower. Well, he's asked if he's a follower of the goddess of death. And he says yes. Um, and now we, they go into the graveyard. The gate closes. And now we need to go find the code for the next night's meeting. And, like, they give a number. This is the annoying thing, is that they give you this number, 7891, and you're like, oh, so you just walk up to the phone and say 7891, and, like, no, no, it's too late. You have to go back the next day. So you need to walk around the city trying to find places where these numbers were scrawled on the walls, 
and the numbers only appear during the daytime. And chances are, by this point, it's already night for you. I mean, you don't get in here. This you don't get here till like ten p.m. anyway, right? I I guess you're right. I I mean, chances are you you ran around town a little bit too. You probably didn't do all of the side, you know, all this first quest stuff immediately because you're just wandering around. The the problem is that fourth digit that you need is in the Warren, and you can only get in there uh, at night, and then you have to wait till the day for the number to show up. Uh-huh. So you're pretty much done for the day. And also the game allows you to take the trains now to other areas if you wanted to. And that basically ends the main critical plot for the rest of the day. And we have about yep. five hours to fuck off. So what did you guys do for your five hours? Did you do anything interesting? I wandered around the city and wondered what I was supposed to be doing. And, uh, that was about it. Uh, I was very lost at this point in the game. I was like, because I was kind of expecting that they would like, got me something. I was sort of like, for me, it was like, okay, I see what they're doing, right? They, they've set up this like plot lock that you can't do until the next day to kind of encourage you to go out and do kind of like the free roam finding side quests and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. My expectation would be that when they do that, they would also give you like a, hey, here's like a kind of obvious side quest chain that we're going to draw your attention to that's going to take up most of your night here so that you like have a clear idea how this works and what you're looking for. Right. They don't do that at all. They just kind of let you go and there's no real indication what exactly you should be looking at. So I just spent the whole time wandering around the city uh, fighting mostly really easy monsters and then occasionally getting my ass kicked by uh, the Neo bug dudes. Yeah, I remember I walked around the area, like, not at the Warren, but, like, where the shops are. I remember I, I bought an item off a dude that, like, I guess was, like, side plot important. The Shaolongui shell? Yeah, the Shaolongui yeah, shell. Yeah, you need that. I think you need that for the Chocobo, right? Um, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't believe so. I That guy mm-hmm. also says something about, like, it sounds like he might give you a way to get into the Warren during the day. You know what? He he does say something to that effect, but then I've every time I've walked by there since I've talked to him and he's just said, Hell, thanks for uh, buying that thing off me. And that's about <laughs> also all he, he introduces himself as a black market dealer. <laughs> like, hey, Subtle. you want something from Subtle. the black market? I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's just saying that he's the yeah. only black And there's also wandering dealer. merchants that walk around that you can talk to. I remember running into one that's like, oh, I have no stuff now, but you can find it later. Go fuck yourself, Fletch. Uh, Thank you. I can't, I can't hear Fletch, apparently. You can find a guy who will sell you like a, a, a like a, some kind of membership card for 2,000 gil that'll let you sell these like chaos seed things that you find in the chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess is something else that happens. Uh, it's an easy way to farm up some early. It's basically guy. the only way you yeah. get money yeah. during regular game, other than like some occasional side quest money. Right. Yeah. No. I I think the big thing that I tried to do in this section, I found a side quest. It was like a three star side quest because they're rated by difficulty. Oh, did you try to kill the dragon thing? I did. I got wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that didn't go well I, no no i came back like shortly thereafter i think i i think by the next day i went back and i beat it and it was a tough fight but uh that side quest gives you a whole bunch of stats it's really good if you can do it early 
But th- the problem is that y- your chances are going to take so much damage unless you get really comfortable with perfect guarding. Yeah. Well, it's also like explicitly has like a tail weakness, and some of its moves cause it to turn a bunch. So if you perfect guard oh, and then do okay. like light attacks, you can stagger it very quickly. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't able to. I didn't figure that part out. So I guess I beat it the harder way. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds very hard. I got some plot items, fucked around, bought some schemata, just went to Yusnan. It was like 5.15, immediately died at the first encounter to a Schrodinger, just self-destructing, and then, well, back to the Ark! <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's very inglorious. Wait, wait, so if you die, you can go right no, to the No, you arc? lose an hour, and it was 5.15, oh, so time was up! Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I still think that... Yeah, sometimes losing that hour could be a real pain in the ass. As my first day, I proceeded to genocide, uh, I don't think it was goblins? The little irritating things in Luxurion, the complete trash tier. I just wanted to get one of those off my plate for the future days, so uh, whatever Goblin Omega is dead. The Gar Chimera thing? Gremlins. Gremlins, thank you. How how many do you have to... Like, I feel like running around Luxuria, I don't really see that many regular enemies. Like, there's one, like, there's usually one just hanging out and certain, there's a certain section where if you run through, you'll run into a whole bunch of them. Well, there's also an invisible line that says this enemy who can or cannot spawn here. Let's see if he's, if you've killed him, can he spawn again? So you can just go back and forth really quick doing it. Oh, I I never, I didn't try to do that. Keep in mind, I'm also on New Game Plus, so I have some slight mechanics abuse you guys don't. That's true. You should get good at systemic yeah. abuse, Matt. This is the game for it. I have, like, I... The PC version comes with all the DLC shit uh, baked in, I guess, and uh, there's actually an option in the menu, like, DLC on or off, which is funny to me. Uh, but I kind of figure, like, oh, I, I've got, like, you know, this, like, cheater DLC weapon with way higher mm-hmm. stats than I should have at this point. I'll be okay. Uh, but I was definitely getting my ass kicked. Like, Oh, yeah. Specific, specifically by the, the like I said, the, the Necomons, oh, whatever they're the called. Menectids, the Menectids, yeah. The, the yeah. ones last season yeah. I said to Matt, I hope you liked fighting these, because buckle up, fucko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're these rough. Are, they're also the only enemy you cannot just genocide. Because I think Boo. the the counter is like something absurd, like thirty thousand, three thousand. You can definitely genocide them. I've done it. Well, it's because you do it via the plot dungeon, the dungeon plot. Like the the side the side dungeon has the omega one in there every time. Yep. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I feel like yeah, a bunch of these fights. Like if you're not careful, you get wrecked really hard. And I, I feel like a lot of the times trying to get get into the battles into knock out some of the tougher enemies like if you run into like the the mech dudes over in the warren they're really hard are they i like when you first show up there like i i took a lot of damage from one and went like i'm not going back over there if you're not mechanically ready those guys are gonna hit you like a tank yeah Yeah. i mean they hit really hard but like you block the charge attack you lightning them in the butt a few times and then they have permanent d protect and you just chop them to bits but that's what I just said. If you don't have the mechanics down, you're not getting that deep protect, and they have armor and hit like a yeah, tank. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I didn't really understand what I was doing with them. I, I was able to uh, stagger them. Uh, you know, I, I figured out the hitting them with magic during their uh, shrieking whale thing, and 
getting the debuff on them, but even with that, it felt like I wasn't doing that much damage, and they were just hitting, like, a truck. Well, it comes down to, like, I guess to your schemata layout. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys buy uh, the Libra notes? Which you should... I bought some You should buy them. all of them. I already You should have buy them. all of them every time. <laughs> I did not encounter anybody selling that. Yeah, there's a there's a guy in the Warrens who will sell you uh, your Libra notes, so you don't have to discover all of the stagger conditions. Because there are a lot of them, and since this is the first game with free movement, you would not expect it to be hit this guy in the back or in the left arm or whatever, right? right? Yeah, I still haven't gotten used to actually remembering to control my guy, you know, control lightning and run around the screen. Yeah, I, I'm like, vape. I'm actually like, wait, you can do that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I the times I've tried to do it, I'm like, I'm not moving a whole lot. Why is this? Why am I just like taking two steps? And then I just stopped. Yeah, they well, because the, there's like a different view mode. And I remember when they popped up the tutorial for like, oh, clicking the right stick to move to this different view mode. I was like, oh, I should probably try that. And then I forgot to try that. Uh, so maybe that's the way to do it. Well, you don't move very fast. I don't think you move faster pulled out, do you, Fletch? Not that I'm aware of. You move slowly, so it's mostly about adjusting your angle to them so that when they do their attack with the pattern that you know, you'll be in the mm-hmm. right spot at the end of their animation. It's not like you're going to circle strafe behind him and hit him in the tail. It's that you're okay. going to shift slightly to the left so that when he lunges, you're to his back right where his weak point is. Gotcha, yeah. See, that I was expecting doing circle strafing, which is why I'm like, this no. doesn't make sense. You're never, ever, ever going to do that. Like, the way you hit the security guards in the butt is just block when they charge at you. Lightning instantly turns mm-hmm. around to face them, and now you're aiming at their back. That makes sense. Okay. Your yep. moving is not for controlling you. It's for interacting with right. your enemy's movement patterns. You know what's interesting, too? Like, I, I found... a. Uh... I believe there's a Thundara hiding in behind one of the shops uh-huh. that I picked up, and also a Spark Strike. Yep. I, I feel like the Spark Strike doesn't seem to be doing as much dagger damage on like lightning weak enemies than the magic does. Is that is that my imagination? Well, it also uses less um, less ATB. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, even if I'm spamming an entire ATB bar worth of it, I feel like it does less stagger work than just spamming a bunch of well because it's a physical attack right at the end of the day yeah. think about it like all physical based attacks are your commando role and right. so the elemental ones do slightly less maintenance and slightly more atb so it's a way of slowing down halting their stagger uh-huh. drop while adding a tiny bit it should not be the primary way you engage with it Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten a good sense of whether or not I didn't realize attacking kept up st- uh, kept up stagger maintenance. Yeah, yeah. They don't really explain that. No, no. Yeah, if you look at the stats for skills, they actually have like a listed like stagger damage and stagger yeah. maintenance yeah, stat. The numbers uh, okay. in the menu not for fun in this game, like in thirteen, where they might as well have not been there. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll try to keep that stuff in mind when yeah. I like jump in thirteen, back in. right? Your stats could have just basically been green arrow up, red arrow down, but here it's like it, you can get really number crunchy with it, and a lot, a lot of the fights right. encourage you to do so. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is why I love it because I am a filthy min maxer. 
All right, are we uh, we gonna anybody else or is that everybody? Uh, everybody talked about what they did. Okay, yeah, I think we've already gone around. Okay, the loop. cool. Yeah. Day's over. Six o'clock now. We all pissed away six hours in weird ways. <laughs> we teleport to the Ark and get a cutscene where, in prayer, Lightning offers the gathered souls to Boonavelza. Myself, personally, mm-hmm. had done enough side quests to bloom a fruit yielding an extra day. Yeah, I did too. I think I think it's basically impossible not to, right? Actually, no, it, it's you not. You have to be trying to screw up to not get these by the end of the week. Yeah, no, I I watched a uh, a let's play to remind myself like what happens in the first day, and whoever was playing didn't do any side quests, and nothing bloomed after the first day. Well, yeah, I guess if you didn't fight any dudes, because like you can finish like three side quests if you're just engaging in the combat and learning how it works. Sure, sure. I I didn't find any side quests to do. I found one like I found the 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 one quest to fight the big guy that. I was like, oh, I can't fight this guy, so I didn't do it. And I found a girl who wanted to wanted help to find her doll, and I didn't know where the doll was, uh, so that didn't work out. Uh, oh, I, I did that one. And yeah. uh, there was a cat <laughs> that had a side quest, but I couldn't interact with the cat. So I was like... Oh, it's a... Uh, I, by the side quest, I mean, like, the canvas of prayer side quest, which are, like, get me, like, five of this item uh, from the gremlins, uh, right? So if right, you get a lot right, of fucking right. around with, like, security robots or whatever, like I did, then you just complete that. Yeah. And then you get a, the card for the next day. Now, the interesting thing about the Aradia stuff that I thought, like, when they first explained it, oh, Aradia is the power that Unavelza gave lightning that makes her all savior, saviory. And you're going to have to give some of that up in order to extend the timeline. I thought this was going to be a trade-off thing, like in Valkyrie Profile, where you have to decide to give up your fighters to Odin or not. And that decision is like important because either you can keep them and have stronger characters, but piss off Odin the longer you do you put that off for, or you make Odin happy and you sort of handicap yourself a little bit. But uh, there's no trade off here. It's just how many side quests did you do? It's it's Pikmin three. You gotta keep uh-huh. doing the thing to like fund yourself to keep doing the thing. Right. I should play Valkyrie Profile. It's quite good. I have it. Seems good. I have played like the half the first dungeon. I should go back. There is not a bad game in the Valkyrie Profile series out of all three. I have two as well. I have Samaria. I don't have Lenneth though. So no. at this point I wouldn't say two is bad. Well, I bought it for a reason because I thought it was gonna be interesting. So hmm. I'll play it at some point. You bought Final Fantasy thirteen, hmm. Matt. And Covenant of the Plume is a very interesting JRPG, to be fair. Can I please wrap this up now? We're almost, we're, we're trying to move on. <laughs> well, first, I, I want, I gotta make my kid dinner. I just realized. Okay.
We can talk to Hope, find out that the enormous flower is Yggdrasil, the tree of life. Aradia gives it power to grow, as its life force is tied to that of the world, causing it to grow, extends the life of the world, causing time to be added up to 13 days when Bunavelza will awaken. And then yep. you fight him. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you, you fight him at the end of the 14th day, where you get an extra 13 hours. Mm-hmm, right, because yep. of the missing hour. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked. <laughs> what a dumb fucking uh. thing. Video games are bad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like Persona we'll talk 3. about. We'll, we, uh, where are we going tomorrow? Use none? Use none. All right. So, oh, we're going to use none next. Okay. That's it for this episode. We will catch you in two weeks where we will be going to use none for the first day of plot stuff that you can do there. Let's wrap it up. What'd you guys think? Loving it. Pretty good. I was really confused. I <laughs> didn't know what was going on. It is very confusing. No doubt. <laughs> that, that is spoilers. That is just the the lightning returns experience. Like the whole time. Yeah. Yup. Game rules. Everything rules. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to ask Hope this. Wait. I'm really tired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Autumn. I called you. I called you Hope, Hope, Autumn. All right. Is fridging better or worse if it's not a woman and instead the only black character in your game? <laughs> this game really should have been Final Fantasy XIII Saz Returns. So oh my god, game. how good of a game would that be? <laughs> Saz had to give his life so that Chocolina could survive. Oh man. Oh no. No, that's the. <sighs> Wait, does Chocolina make it to that, the new that's world? The game, I've never seen the end of this game. Oh, God, if you don't know how this ends, I'm not ruining anything. I'm oh, not God. ruining a single okay. thing. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Does Chocolita become Dodge's stepmom? <laughs> Is that what's going to happen? I'm not ruining a single <laughs> thing. Son, it's me. No, don't want come back and become buddy cops with Chocolina because that's the game I want. Oh, dude, imagine <sighs> how awkward that would be when you see your mom's tits, but not because she got out of the shower, but because she's molting. <laughs> oh, no. I guarantee... I will not ruin a single thing about this beautiful tapestry for you. Uh, oh, good. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it'll be All high right. quality and narratively cohesive. Absolutely. Oh, for it's sure. going to make sense. And you're <laughs> going to listen to this opening episode again and find out why I was cackling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh boy. You going to keep playing on them? Uh, probably not. Monster Hunter just came out. <sighs> I've got stuff to play. You got lots of times to restart it until it works? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually, I might loop around back to it once I kind of, I think the main thing that's like, because like I, I was thinking about it, hearing about the, the like, you need to be in the Warren at night to, like, you need to end the day in the Warren to get the code or whatever, like, right. that actually is my first, like, I'm annoyed by that because that messes up with, like, what my uh, goals would be going forward and, like, just gives me, like like, weird, like, time anxiety like i'm sure there is i'm sure you don't need to like play the game uh, completely optimally to like finish it right like you i'm sure not. there's plenty of time to yeah. fuck like, around you could uh, do the plot in i think five days yeah but like my like weird compulsions like mm-hmm. having that time pressure and knowing that there's a potential to not do it optimally like that just gives me a weird like uh, yes yeah. i am broken in the head yeah, I definitely was playing these first early days with like a 
desperate anxiety about the clock running the entire time for sure like it's always in the back of my head thinking like am i using the time right am i using the time right am i where, am i in the right place at the right time or like trying to plan my day so you're not alone in that autumn I definitely pl- played my first playthrough like an asshole and thought I was being hyper inefficient. And I ended on like day seven and then just napped for six days, which was the only mistake I made because then I didn't have enough stats to beat the end of the game. And that was my only save file. But when it comes to like time limit stuff, like you're never going to run mm-hmm. out of time on the main plot. Like you would have to try really hard. Yep. All right. So. You can get in contact with us at Facebook.com or Twitter at LightXThrice. Plugs? Is it plug time? Okay. Yeah, sure. Guys, tell me tell me about your plugs. Yeah, uh, so I write sometimes. I, I, I've got a, I've got some stuff I'm working on. I have a Tumblr at a writesautumn.tumblr.com where I just sort of put up all, all the stuff I'm working on. Uh, you know, just kind of like short things. Uh, whenever I finish something, I throw it up. That's uh, about it for now. That's me. I suck dicks for money and I edit the anime show on this network. That sounds like fun. That's a plug. (sighs) Really, really (laughs) incredible advertising for our unreleased podcast. I'm sure everyone just... Boku no stop. It's only a problem if you listen to it linearly. (laughs) All right, Chris. I'm very... Why do you do this to me, Fletch? Look, at least I'm not advertising Final Fantasy dildos again. Again? Did that happen before? <laughs> Do you not remember the Bad Dragon ad read I did on one of the Lightning uh, or the 13 2 episodes? No. Oh, yes, I do remember that. I remember I do. discussion I do. about a horse dildo. That was also funny. <laughs> Grab just says, uh, that yeah. seems large. That's the point of it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, I tell you that... The first Disgaea ruined me to where whenever I hear the words horse wiener, I only think of Disgaea or the film Zoo. How often do you hear the words horse wiener? More than you would think. It happened as recently as yesterday. Do you hang out with a lot of horses? No. And a lot of wieners. That that doesn't make any sense unless they're all Mr. Ed, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just just so long as they're not all Mr. Hands, because that's worse. You know, I feel like if horses could talk, they probably would talk about their wieners a lot. Yo, fam, you seen this shit? <laughs> the best part is that clearly none of you know what zoo is, so I love this. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I know we is. bought one, but I don't know anything about it. Hey, <laughs> hey Google the movie Zoo, everyone listening. No, I, rent I would... Rented re- blind. Oh, no. Oh, no? Are you doing a violence on our uh, audience again, Fletch? No, it's a documentary. No, we're releasing this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right you check out my uh, other show of the network it's uh it's pretty bad but i like it magmar sucks we are stack breaking all pokemon based on how interesting they are and since fletch did a very terrible job we have a podcast coming out soon slash already out i don't remember when this one comes out but this episode it's like october or November. okay it'll already be out listen to boku no stop we are rewatching and discussing Neon Genesis Evangelion for our first season and probably moving on to JoJo's after that. Woo. All One right. This is better than the other. Hot take. <laughs> I mean, how is that a hot take? Which? That's just literally how rankings work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait until I tell you which one. Every no, everything is exactly the same because comedy. No, Autumn is trying to say that she agrees that Magmar Sucks is in fact a better podcast. 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was about the fact that you're never getting me to rewatch uh, the fourth arc of JoJo's again, because that's the bad one. Is that the one where he stabs his finger okay, off? Okay, now that, that's a fucking hot take. That, t- that take is too hot yeah, for me. You're so wrong! The fourth is the worst. Fight me. The third is the worst. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're wrong. No, disagree. <laughs> it's, it's definitely third. Like, third, third has, like, real good moments, and stands are cool as a concept, and they go real far with them, but third just kind of drags. Let's get hype about five. Hell yeah. I'll get hype when we get six. The best JoJo. I'm looking forward to it. Well, all right. Stone cool. Ocean. I have to find that VR ch- clip, VR chat clip of uh, a Hank Hill who then presses a button, gets super large and glowy eyed, and then has all the JoJo's text. It's incredible. <laughs> Matt, do you have anything to share? Uh, whew. uh, nothing new as of right now. Hopefully, top our hot JoJo's discussion. Yeah, I had nothing to add to that. I still haven't. I, I still haven't seen a JoJo. We'll talk about it next year, I guess. I, I guess so. And I'll be there for three seasons of it. We're not, we're not doing five seasons of JoJo's. Oh, That makes we're sense. Gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do like a one, and then we're going to mercy kill ourselves, and Matt can watch the rest of them if he wants. So that means we're going to wait until six is animated then, so he can see the good one. No. Look at this fucking plebe. He reads books. Anyway, you can't see, but I'm making fight me gestures on the other side of the mic. You know what? Here's a nuclear take. Reading is a C-minus tier activity, and reading manga is quite possibly the worst thing you could do with your time. I disagree. You should rent Zoo. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I will just despite you, but only because it's cheap on Voodoo, and my wife's credit card is linked to this, not mine. Hey, hey, watch it with your kid. Whatever. No. That sounds oh no. Bad. That's fine. Oh no. My child watched a lot of horror movies with me and then uh I'm I'm like <laughs> reading between the lines and guessing what this movie is and I think I think you're going to No, it's fine. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. It's a documentary. Oh, is this boy. what I think it is? It is what I Just think Google it is. I don't have, I don't <laughs> have <laughs> Fine. I'm going to pick up my keyboard now. Challenge accepted. <sighs> All right. Do it. Nope. It's it it's what I thought gonna, it was. Chris, please You're record your... me in an hour. <laughs> no, no, no. I want, I want Chris to be recording this entire time he's watching this. <laughs> this is so worth it. This entire show has led up to this episode. I mean, that's technically that's... true. Okay, I know what's <laughs> happening now based on this incredible description. This is one of the old style IMDB like gotcha descriptions. A look at the life of Enumclaw. Washington man who died as a result of an unusual encounter with a horse. Oh, it's that guy. Oh, I Mr. know. Hands. Oh, yeah, I know what this is about. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. Which, why is it always Brazilian whenever that whatever bestiality comes up? Because <laughs> you got to be shaven to take that much. Wow. <laughs> we will see it in two Good. weeks where we talk about day two. Of Lightning Returns. <laughs> hey, guess where we're going in uh, in the world of Lightning Returns? The zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the zoo, and then next we uh, hang out with a uh, chicken horse. Yeah, Unless it's a farm. Yep. Goodbye. Here's a viewer question. What would the equivalent of taking a chocobo be? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh.
that's the re- you know what Saz doesn't have to pay for product because he's got that chocobo in there. Uh, Fl- Fletch, How did do I th- think Saz died? <laughs> Aww. Uh Fletch, did I tell you that I I wanted to name the the chocobo Chocobo Jack Horseman, and there wasn't enough characters. Oh, that's a really good name. <laughs> it is right. I had to stick to Chocobo Jack. Chocobill Arnett. I have to bounce because I have to go record a podcast about Kingdom Hearts. Have fun. I will see you. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.